Welcome to House Party, a podcast where real estate, news, and pop culture collide, coming straight to you from the editors of Realtor.com. I'm Natalie Way. I'm Eric Gunther. And I'm Rachel Stoltz. And welcome back. Yes. Here we are. Thank you. Thank thank you. No, thank you. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) This is fine. Um... So something happened this weekend. Okay. What? What happened? Uh, Something that sort of mirrors a similar story that we heard about in the news lately. Uh, Tom Brady walked into a random dude's house accidentally. Uh, In Tampa? Mm -hmm. In Tampa. He was going over. He he was going to a meeting at the offensive um, coordinator's house, Byron Leftwich. And he walked into, he mistakenly walked into left which is neighbor's house oh. uh, which looks very similar to the coach's house got um, it and the guy was just in his kitchen just chilling like, tom brady's in my house and you know that's a lesson for me because i received <laughs> a visitor that i did not know who it was this weekend <laughs> really who was it was it tom brady it was not, no, not nearly as exciting. Um, yeah, we, I guess we do typically leave our front door open, huh. like when we're home. You mean unlocked, not open. Or yeah, unlocked. It, okay. it It's a big heavy door, so it closes. It doesn't just like hang out open. Um, we were just watching TV, it was like 8 p.m., and we hear someone open the door, and, <laughs> and I just go, stop, get out! <laughs> get uh-huh okay and, you didn't uh, get a look at him i i didn't because i was sitting on the couch and that's not facing the door but my husband was sitting on the chair that was you can see the door and uh and my husband actually knew who he was he was um a doctor at the hospital but uh the guy immediately the guy was like oh sorry sorry and like closed the door but i thought that we were getting robbed well, it was i am very relieved to know that in the state of a true emergency your reaction would be to wail stop get out <laughs> that seems stop. really effective leave me it alone was, it was yeah i don't even i didn't get up i didn't <laughs> i wasn't that scared you know um you were in shock I'm going to go with that. I wasn't, I was, yeah, I was like, get it, like using my voice as a weapon. I don't know. I mean, I'm glad that I didn't take action because that didn't, I mean, wasn't there a huge incident about a, a man being murdered? That oh, way? yeah, that that happened in Texas last year. That, that's a yeah. whole different cha-cha we don't need to that get into, but yeah. That was a whole thing. Yeah. I know, we, we, yeah, we get into that. Talk but, about that, but... <laughs> Well, I, um, I mean, I actually don't necessarily know that you did anything wrong because had it been an intruder with some sort of malicious intent, you wouldn't want to stand up and get in front of them. So by yeah. alerting the intruder or the nice doctor, as the case may be in this instance, that you were home and he was in the wrong place, maybe right? Maybe it was good that you reacted the maybe way Maybe it was did. the best. What would be the reason that people would keep coming into your apartment? Every... Every floor looks the same. And every, every door. Single, every, and every door, door looks the same. Every floor looks the same. Isn't that the case with most apartment buildings? I, I I believe so, yeah. And I think, I mean, I've gotten off at the wrong floor just because I wasn't looking. And Presumably somebody could take the elevator up, get off on the wrong floor, and just kind of be looking at their phone, not paying attention, and you're right off the elevator, yes. so they just go for it. Exactly. And I think he just gotten off shift like he was tired. It was 8 Mm -hmm. p.m. You know, all the healthcare workers are working very hard right now. So um, in any case, um, it was just a mistake, a simple neighborly mistake. Um, 
That was no your, harm, no foul. That was your big weekend news. <laughs> you and Tom Brady have something in common. That was my big weekend news. That's what happened. It mirrored Tom Brady's experience. Yeah. Um, and another NFL player, a uh, former NFL player, was also in the news this weekend. Who? Who? Eric, you know, oh, as a, as a as a former watcher of Very Cavalry. <laughs> <laughs> I've never watched an episode of that show. Um, Jay Cutler, former quarterback of the Chicago Bears, and Kristen Cavallari, his wife, uh, reality star, jewelry designer. Jay Cutler and Kristen Cavallari are getting divorced. They announced on their Instagrams uh, on Saturday or Sunday, sometime this weekend. Kind of shocking. After 10 years, they've been together for 10 years. Uh, they have three children together. And the reason that this relates to real estate, <laughs> let's bring it back, is because they have been trying to sell their big mansion in Nashville for, what is it, going on like three years, four two, years, I think? Two two years-ish. Yeah. I mean, I think it, it, June June 2018 was when it first came on the market, the Nashville okay. home. But uh, yeah, we did a but story. Still. On, yeah. No, it's been a while. And we did a story on it earlier this year about why it hasn't sold. And we and talked about we it on this podcast too. Yeah. We talked about it on the pod as well. But yeah, uh, I don't know who's going to get the proceeds or how this is going to be divvied up if they're in a some sort of a split or divorce proceedings, but uh, yeah, this house right. is, is still on the market for four, basically $5 million, 4. 5, so $5 million. So they have a reality show called Very Cavallari, and the first season, they they showed a ton of this, the house that's on the market. Um, the second season was when they put the house up for sale, and so you saw part of the house, but you also saw a new house. Um, same with the third season, because they're still trying to sell it. And her hairstylist was actually living in the house at one point, because he moved to Nashville and didn't have a place to live. Um, oh, so he was living so anyway. in this, this house that's for sale, the the one that's on? That's the yeah, thing. yeah. Okay. he and his boyfriend were living in, they call it Bancroft, because it's on yeah. Bancroft Street. Um, Bancroft Place. So Bancroft Place, yeah. Um, so... It's it's heavily featured in the show. It's people, you know, if you're fans of them and you know that house. Uh, so it is interesting to just think what happens when couples who are currently trying to get rid of a property get divorced. You know, I wonder if maybe things went south in their relationship long before now. And perhaps that was the motivation for putting the house on the market. And they never thought mm -hmm. or expected it to take this long. And it, hard to say. Yeah, but but they did buy as I think you pointed out. I think they they did buy a different place in Nashville that was just smaller. They right? did, yeah. They bought. Um, it was just outside of Nashville, mm -hmm. um, maybe so that I don't know. Uh, Jay could move out or something. Whoa! No, seriously. If her hairstylist was living there with his boyfriend and maybe, presumably her, maybe they needed a separate space for Jay. I don't know. Yeah. Did you see the latest news that she apparently accused him of, quote, misconduct in the divorce oh. papers? Oh. Oh. She wants no, primary custody. <gasps> wow. Yeah. So I think I think there's something scandalous going on. Something brewing. But yeah. they just spent an entire month in the Bahamas or Bermuda. What was it, Natalie? It was the Bahamas. Bahamas. And they sent they sent a lot of pictures back from Instagram that made it look like they were just having the time of their life. Well, they did. I mean, 
does this does this kind of dovetail with something I think we've talked about we haven't done a story on and you've seen it in the news about how couples when they're forced to be together for nonstop for 24 hours a day, seven days a week for a month that they just graded on each other's nerves that much that they mm-hmm. said we're we're done. We we well, go back, we're done. Yeah, I mean they're already predicting a divorce pandemic, not pandemic. A divorce wave. A divorce (laughs) wave because of the pandemic. And I think they even saw they saw that in China before they'd even, you know, lifted lockdown, people were filing for divorce. And I think you'll I think we're already seeing it here, maybe, right? Even though they were in a lovely location at I'm sure at a very expensive resort. Yeah, they probably were just like, ugh. You know, you again, you again. Yeah. So, so it'll be interesting to see what happens with their real estate holdings. Um, Maybe they'll get rid of the newer house that they own too. What do they call that one? They call this one Bancroft. Does the newer one have a name? Or is it just called, I think they call it the farm. The farm. Okay. So we'll keep an eye out to see if the farm winds up on the market. Yeah. If Kristen, maybe Kristen will move her kids back to LA, you know, Laguna Beach where it all began. Where, yeah, let's go back, back to the beginning. Insert Laguna Beach theme song here. <laughs> there you go. I gave you a setup. Let the rain fall down and wake my dreams. Let it wash away my sanity. I have a story. I want to see if you are being this extreme. Um, I went downstairs last week to go get my mail. And in the elevator, I stepped on and there was a woman who was dressed... Uh, in a very heavy coat, despite the fact that it was an 80-degree day outside, uh, had a mask on, had sunglasses on, and had on those like gloves that you wear in like a school cafeteria, the thin plastic kind. And mm-hmm. she proceeded to then also go get her mail. And it's kind of a small little area. So I was trying to give her a wide berth and stay out of her way before I went in to go get mine because clearly she did not want to be you know, in contact with people which is fine, totally respect that. But then I realized she was taking forever to get her mail and I realized why, that she was un, or she was opening all of her pieces of mail down there and throwing away the packaging and then wiping down everything on the inside. With with what though? Like with like a like a like a little rag, like a like a Lysol wipe kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, I didn't stick around. I didn't wasn't right. like examining, and finally sure. I realized she was going to take forever. So I just said, "Excuse oh me," got goodness. my mail, and then went back upstairs. But it just seems like possibly an extreme reaction to me. I mean, I understand wearing the protective gear, and mm-hmm. I even understand throwing away your packaging you know right after you open your mail. But to like wipe everything down just seemed really extreme. Yeah. Well, and paper and water don't mix. <laughs> it might have Thank been you. a dry rag. I don't know. I just noticed that she was attempting to disinfect it in some way. That's another right. one of my hacks. Paper and water don't mix. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so this brought to mind um, this video that we had seen John Oliver uh, feature. Some local news station, and I don't know which one, basically debunking coronavirus myths around the household. Um, This one being that you should microwave your mail to kill the virus. And there have been people who are actually doing this inside their homes, bringing home their mail, putting it in their microwave, and hitting the popcorn button. Because (laughs) Lord knows that that's how you get rid of, like... 
well, virus and, germs. And I mean, I think I watched the local news report, you know, after John Oliver had featured probably 10 or 15 seconds of it on his show. But then I watched the full two minute local news report. And it kind of goes back to what Rachel was talking about. Nobody's really, I mean, the mail carrier is wearing gloves and everything else is pretty much handled by machine. So this this case to me does seem like overkill. As, yeah, aside from being just straight up idiotic, it could be dangerous. <laughs> yeah. Don't put paper in a thing that gets hot. Yeah. I agree. Well, what were what were what are some of these other myths that you've been tracking though? So yeah, so this started a whole thing where we wanted to look into some other common uh household coronavirus myths. And I uh I know some people personally not you guys, who are definitely buying into this one. It's okay to have a few friends in my house if I limit it to a small group. Yeah. Okay. I've heard reports of that. I have not done that myself. I've I've seen uh, my wife's friends do that, but I still don't think it's a great idea. Yeah. Do your wife's friends do this? They come indoors or do they stay outdoors? They did it with distancing, like, you know, indoors. in a backyard, you know. Backyard, okay. So, I, again, it's just one incident that I know of. But I'm sure, you know, it's something that I think we talked about even last week where everybody's kind of acting like a policeman, mm-hmm. kind of, mm-hmm. you know, and passing judgment. And we may not know the whole situation, but uh, it would it would not be something I would do, like get together for, a, a you know, just a dinner party or, you know, have friends over for drinks right now. Yeah. yeah. I mean, at this point, the experts are saying definitely avoid any indoor gatherings mm-hmm. um and it's probably safest to not do any outdoor gatherings either yeah um at this point in time Pe- people want to you know and i i get it it's like you know we've been locked away now for over a couple months for some of us now yeah the weather's you, getting you, warmer the I weather's know getting warmer you want to be outside you want to hang out it's just like mm-hmm. this is it's becoming a real drag and not that it wasn't ever a drag to begin with but it's mm-hmm. becoming even more so so it feels like ugh, i, I just want to you know get out and do something yeah but yeah i don't know if it's a great idea still yet that's yeah. what the medical professionals are telling us is just the safest thing to do right now is stay at home and avoid avoid people. <laughs> Sorry. Right. right. Yeah. Um, here's What's one, another myth? Here's another one. My air purifier will eliminate the virus. Mm. I think we've seen a spike in air purifiers, right, being bought on Amazon and other places. Yeah. I know I looked into one like the, almost probably the day we started working from home, which was probably a couple months ago, I, I looked mm-hmm. into like, you know, oh, should I buy one of these, you know, fancy air purifiers? And then I read an article that said, oh, they're not really not going to, they're really not going to filter out the COVID virus. Yeah, um, it's the, we found out that it's not able to trap the virus. Mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. It's going to, the, the droplet that comes from your, when you're speaking or when you're breathing is going to drop to the ground as opposed to staying like airborne hanging around in the air and getting absorbed by the purifier right Mm -hmm. i can see an increase in air purifiers being purchased just because we're all hanging around inside more often Mm -hmm. and so you want fresh the air can get stale and so you you want you want fresh air um if you aren't having your windows open all the time which leads us to our next myth rachel Um, The next myth is that you should keep your windows closed to keep the virus out. That's not Hmm. true. It's totally safe to open your windows and let some fresh air in. 
Yeah, yeah. fresh air is good. Let that air circulate. Because yeah, vi- we, the we, virus we... isn't just floating around out there waiting to get in. <laughs> oh, like like a ghost, like a mean little ghost. <laughs> like a ghost. <laughs> The virus um, is not a ghost. Yeah, so we, I know I know you did an article last year, and then I did one a month or two ago about you know fresh air being good for all of us, like sunlight, fresh air. Th- this yeah. has kind of been, been the subject of ridicule over the past week, you know, as <laughs> <laughs> the president himself <laughs> has said, given said us some interesting um, direction or whatever about ultraviolet. Yeah. Uh, light but but the reality is that sunlight is is good for you to be outside mm-hmm. and to be healthy in any it's way. not good for your physical health and it's not good for your mental no. health either frankly yeah you need um, fresh air i have one more that i want to cover because i think that this is um top of mind for a lot of us especially you natalie is you shouldn't share a washing machine with someone who has the virus I know a lot of people who are using communal washing machines right now are really concerned that their laundry is getting contaminated in this like COVID stew type of situation. (laughs) Um, It's very, very relieving to know that that's not the case. You can totally use the same washing machine as somebody who's sick. You just have to take some um, extra precautions, like make sure you put your laundry on high heat. Um, Mm -hmm. The virus is just cannot survive the heat. So, yeah. Right. But you should also probably take precautions about touching the washer and dryer mm-hmm. itself, mm-hmm. right? I mean, yeah, yeah. You can yeah. bring your Clorox wipes or your yeah your your sanitizer and just wipe it down and and. But if somebody did that was infected, did a load of laundry before you, and then you did a load of laundry, your clothes would not then be infected. Is what you're saying? As long as you wash them. With the proper heat on high heat that that yeah. is what we are being told by the uh, okay. medical experts yes mm-hmm. yeah that makes sense just wash your hands sense. after you've done all that wiping down okay. laundry handling if you want to check out more of these coronavirus myths just go to realtor.com slash news so the founder of microsoft Bill Gates and his wife Melinda. They run a foundation now. Uh, they're extremely wealthy, always atop the Forbes list, not maybe at the very top, but always in the top Who? five. Bill Gates, you know the guy. <laughs> you've, oh, heard, th- you've heard of that guy, I think. He and his wife Melinda bought a $43 million luxury beach house in Del Mar, which is in San Diego County. This is uh, kind of north of San Diego a little bit and it's right on the ocean and this house is amazing as you would expect. It's fancy. It's, it's beautiful. It's, it's gorgeous. It's got kind of a it you know it's got those big open windows that we've talked about many times in the past where it blurs the inside and outside. You don't know if you're inside outside. Entertaining is a breeze. It's mm-hmm. it's just and they also had bought a home in the San Diego area a few years back from Jenny Craig and of course they own a huge spread up in the Washington state up near Seattle. And then they also own some, not they also own some land in Wellington, Florida, which is a very well-to-do area. It's very popular with the equestrian set. And uh, I believe one of their daughters was very into equestrian horse, all all that sort of stuff, Mm -hmm. which leads me into this question though. So they have a house that we know of. I mean, they probably have other houses that I am unaware of. His property holdings are probably very vast, but they have. But a in house, the U.S., as far yeah, as far as I know, they have a house in Seattle, San Diego, and then over there in Florida. 
if you were going to buy three houses, money was no object, uh, what three cities would you want to live in? <laughs> what, in the continental what U.S. Continental, I'll, 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 I'll allow Hawaii and Alaska if you, if you want to live in Anchorage. Um, but uh, yeah, I was just curious. Did would you do you have an idea of where you'd want to like split your time three ways? Wow, this is this is really a good question. Um, I mean, Eric, do you have <laughs> oh, you're gonna places put it back in on, mind? You're gonna put it back on me. I would say Hanalei, Hawaii, which is a, a, oh wow on the north shore of Kauai, and a lot of celebrities have lived up there, and I would like to have a house up there. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Let's see. Other than that, I would like to have a house somewhere in a in a wine country. It could either be Napa or it could be Paso Robles area. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I guess probably I would keep a place here in the Bay Area because it's all I know. It's you know I know it's home. Every, yeah, it's home. It's 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 where I. It's where I know. I mean, I, I I don't know. Maybe I'd buy a nicer place than what I have now, but uh, something. In the Bay Area, I don't know where. Maybe something, some Atherton or something like that. Right, Ooh, big she she <laughs> yes. mansion up there. Yes, yes, I love it. Yes, yeah, Rachel, so- have you been pondering? What do you think? All right, um, I don't have a particular city in Hawaii, but I do. So can I just take Eric's or something? Like I just want oh, yeah. somewhere in you Hawaii. Jive, you jive turkey. <laughs> well, tell me, tell me what, tell me what kind of vibe you're looking for, and then I will tell you what 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 city in Hawaii you should you should pick. Um. Just like chill, chill. Then yes, <laughs> Kauai, Kauai is your is your jam. Then I mean, then, I've been I've been to the North Shore of Oahu, and I really yeah. liked that. But mm. I don't know what I'm missing. Yeah, Kauai is. Uh, I want to go back there. It, it's yeah. a beautiful place. Trust so, you. Yes, you okay. know me. I I think I'd like it. Okay. Yeah, I do know you, and I think you would like it. So the, there's one. That's what are one. the other two? Two. I'm gonna say South Lake Tahoe. Okay. I would love nice. to have a house in the mountains um, mm-hmm. to go up there during the winter or the summer because it's beautiful there. And I just love the vibe. Um, everybody's so nice. Mm-hmm. It's just the greatest little town. And then three is hard. Hmm. What about your southern route? Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like I have to say Nashville, but I, I feel very limited by doing so. Like I know a cool loft in Nashville. Yeah. There's a, there's a house for sale that I know about that's been on the market for a couple of years. <laughs> Is it just shy of five mil? Been on the market for a while. Yeah, has a uh, maybe a bit of a sordid past. Well, or it has a celebrity pedigree. Yeah, I you so, know I wouldn't mind their house. It, it, it's it's a little overdone, but um, no, I know I'm not suggesting that house, but maybe somewhere like Natalie's suggesting in Nashville that's kind of hipper and nicer and more in turn tune with what you're looking for. Yeah, I mean, I think it would just be nice to have something back where my roots are. So yeah, I'd say those three. Okay, Natalie. I am going to say um, there are actually three places that we have never lived. Okay, um, one is uh, a brownstone in Brooklyn, um, either probably in Brooklyn Heights or Prospect Heights. I'm going to say those are just like the classic Brooklyn brownstones. Um, I was debating between Manhattan or Brooklyn. I just feel like Brooklyn's more a vibe because there's like. <laughs> more beer in Brooklyn sorry to sound like <laughs> no, that, 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 your your reasons are your own but that's the appeal um and then going off of the beer thing but also just because of the landscape I'm going to say Portland Oregon um okay. 
again, never been there, but we love beer, we love food, and we love hiking, and we love, like, nature, and I just, I feel like having a house there that we could go up to and, and just explore mm-hmm. outdoors and, and just take our dog hiking and, you know, just get involved in the craft beer scene that would just be super fun and then i think our third place just because we're moving there in a couple months um so i guess i'm just being like maybe we could buy here but probably not um but if money's no object i think um somewhere in brentwood maybe like a nicer place in um la where you can have a bit more land so i think somewhere super she she like brentwood would be (laughs) That's totally fine. Yeah, I mean, right up our alley. <laughs> there, there are plenty of shishi homes to pick from in Brentwood. So, yeah, that's exactly. no, that's a great answer. I think you both passed this assignment with flying colors. I okay, will give you. Thank a- you. It's fun to think about. I think listeners, if you get, take take a couple of minutes and just think, where would I love to have my my Bill Gates trio of homes? If money is no object, yeah. where would that be? Where would you live? All right, let's move on to winners and losers. This is a segment at the end of the episode when we talk about celebrities and the homes that they bought, sold, or rented. We choose one winner and one loser. And as you can probably tell from the titles, the winner made a good deal and the loser probably lost some cash. Um, Let's start with our loser. Back in the news, back uh, the subject of a buzzy new documentary on ESPN, um, Michael Jordan. MJ is a winner in just about every other aspect of life. The one thing he has taken a loss on is this huge mansion he has in Highland Park, Illinois. And the main house itself is 32,000 square feet under under roof property. Like the total square footage is 56,000 mm-hmm. square feet. And um, <laughs> it's enormous. The size and, of a mall. <laughs> yeah. And it's been on the market since 2012. Jeez. So ponder that for just a sec. Yeah. It, it, it's, Do the it, math. It, it's, it's, it's been a while. It's had a couple of price cuts. It's still on the market right now. It's at, uh, I want to say, 13 or 14 it's million. It's 14.855. Yeah, 14, I know it was so a So 14 million, yeah, 8.55. Yeah, it's a so strange So it's price. almost a million dollars a year. <laughs> yeah. it's been on the market. Yeah, and it, you know, it, it's one of those ones we'll hammer on this theme as we keep talking about celebrities. It's so customized to Michael Jordan, and I think we might have talked about this on a previous pod. We might have even called him a, a loser uh, when when the when the home came back on the market. I think it was about a year or two ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and they tried to relaunch it with a video, and it was you know a whole c- campaign, a whole new marketing campaign. That was 2017, and it's still waiting for a buyer. It's just so customized to his taste. Who I know Highland Park is a very wealthy part of Illinois. Mm. I mean, who else could we see buying a place like this? Like it would have to be probably an athlete, right? Yeah, I don't know who else. Because there's a big like regulation basketball. Like it looks like a high school gym right. on on the premises. There's a huge 24-hour fitness size workout room. <laughs> there's I a, mean, there's a huge entertainment center with like a cigar bar and like a poker or yeah. card card playing area. Right. Yeah, it, it's it's meant for a baller. 
of course, we can be sad about this and we can call him a loser, but he's bought other properties and made other sweet deals throughout the country. He owns homes in Charlotte. He owns a home in Park City, Utah. He's doing just fine is what you're He's doing to just say. fine is what I'm yeah. trying to say. So, um, yeah, this house is still kind of the, I don't know what you would call it, the white elephant or the... The, the white whale? Bal- the white whale, the lead balloon that's kind of dragging down the entire right. por- portfolio. So for that, um, I hope everybody's enjoying the Last Dance documentary. But um, the oh, the home that he—that's the one. <laughs> it's, it's coming to me now as I'm thinking about it. But when you see him in the Last Dance documentary, he's filmed at his home in Florida. It's in Jupiter, oh. Florida, and it's a hmm. huge mansion that he had custom built exactly to his tastes. And uh, hmm. maybe the Last Dance will help scare up some interest for this. Yeah, that's the thing. Normally. Is that I mean, yeah, I, I I didn't think about that, but yeah, that's a good point. Is that you know, all things MJ right now. I know definitely I looked on, I just was on eBay the other day, just kind of looking around, poking around. And I think a lot of Michael Jordan memorabilia is uh, very hot on eBay right now. So this is the ultimate piece of memorabilia. Truly. All right, let's move on to our winner. Our winner is Marcus Mariota. Quarterback. Quarterback, right. former Titans quarterback, former mm-hmm. heartthrob of Rachel's. Mm-hmm. Well, he's not formerly. He can still be <laughs> my heartthrob. There you go. Hey, now you guys can uh, hang out in Las Vegas because uh, Marcus left Nashville uh, after this last season. He got replaced midseason and then at the end of the year uh, was let go by the Titans, has signed on with the now Las Vegas Raiders, and he said, the heck with Nashville. I'm selling my place there. Mm-hmm. And he got exactly what he asked and he sold his place in just a month Record so time. yeah this place was i don't know if it's your guys's particular style but it it, it appealed to a buyer for sure it, it, it was on the market for 7.99 and he sold it for 7.90 in a month so hmm. it, this place was in demand it's fine it really does not track with the style around there um, really? It was built mm-hmm. in 2017, and that much is very apparent. It looks like a new, newish build. Um, it's a mm-hmm. very contemporary, very modern. And from what I know about the area, it's kind of in a gentrifying neighborhood. Um, mm-hmm. Like there's, def- he's definitely close to maybe not the best part of town. So right. I was a little mm-hmm. surprised that he got what he asked for, which was what 790 thousand. Yeah. Um, but it's very nice. It's a very nice looking house. Yeah, and it was sold. It was sold completely furnished too, or, or well, not completely furnished, but whatever you saw in the listing photos were was available with the house. Like you mm-hmm. know, it's not. It's oh, not, it all converted. Oh, that's yeah, nice. Yeah, exactly. The TVs, the coffee table, the sofas. There's <laughs> he a couple just of wanted to get the hell out of there. Yeah, he was out, out of Nashville, and he said, "Forget Bye. it." He sold everything. I mean. It looks like this is on a pretty private street, so I can see how that probably appealed to him. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know what? This place actually looks like a dead ringer for the place for the Airbnb that we rented for my bachelorette party in Nashville. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> it does, yeah. And maybe, I don't, I have to check the address. It might actually be close to it. It's a mm-hmm. nice house. Uh, three levels. Yeah. And clearly someone wanted it because it sold in a month. Yeah. So. 
Yeah. You must have been proud of him for not buying a big baller mansion. Yeah. Well, or, or, or was he able to even he, buy a big baller mansion? He was. And he did actually, when he first signed, you know, when he first, was first drafted and first signed with the Titans, he bought a condo, a penthouse in Nashville's Icon Gulch neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And uh, he paid over a million dollars for the place. But then he sold it. He actually made a, a profit on that place. He sold it for $1.375. So he downgraded just to yeah, just to be a little but yeah, bit no, more I am proud that he did. It's not that he bought like he didn't buy it for sure. He didn't buy a thirty thousand square foot Nashville Jay Cutler mansion, right? That's become an albatross. <laughs> and bless to him for that. Yes. Um. Okay, that is it for house party. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, as always, if you like what you heard, you can subscribe to our podcast. Um, you can also give us, or please, would you give us a five-star rating um, and write us a review if you have a quick sec that helps people find our podcast. If you'd like to learn more about the topics we discussed today, um, you can go to realtor.com slash news or go to Google, go to your favorite search engine and type in the topic and realtor.com and it should pop up for you. You can get a hold of us via email at podcast at realtor.com. And we would love to hear from you on social media. We are on Facebook and Twitter. We are at House Party Pod on both. So feel free to hit us up, start the conversation. We're around and would love to talk to you. That is it. Thank you so much. And we will catch you later. Bye. 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 Bye.